But then, well, oh, in his answer, he explained. Yes, it's so oh, amazing. Yeah, they, yeah. Please, yeah. please tell he, us his explanation. Look, the reason I set up the JX45 camera system <laughs> cost me forty to seventy-five thousand dollars. Is people come in my old abandoned house? They do drugs. They have sex. They sacrifice animals to Satan. You know, the, <laughs> the usual, usual. <laughs> kid chicanery. Yep. And I like jerking off to it, you see. <laughs> God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because lashing yourself is just too messy. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Heath. Heath, don't do this. Heath. All right, just kidding. Heath isn't here this week. But that voice that you heard echoing from 81 miles to my right was that of my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I'm pretty good, No, I hope I don't turn my face and have scary makeup on. (laughs) (laughs) That is how movies are made. Yes, that's right. (laughs) And randomly throughout this film, I will just yell pop scare. (laughs) (laughs) And this will be a horror podcast. Eat your heart out, Anna Bosnick. And of course, we're pleased to welcome back our special guest masochist. Rebecca Vigil is the co-creator and co-star of Your Love, Our Musical, a show that can be legally described as New York City's number one improvised musical comedy show as long as i'm super vague about what it's number one in rebecca welcome back thank you thank you so much yeah, you bet you bet so uh yeah let, number one in gam appearances if nothing else mm-hmm. yes totally 100 percent. number one in our hearts and yeah. minds there you and go by the way if you have if you live anywhere close or if you ever plan on visiting new york you have to see rebecca's show me and my wife went it is phenomenal highly highly recommend thank you thank you eli i will put yeah. the gun down now <laughs> <laughs> don't put it close to him okay <laughs> just you know just once bitten twice shy at all happy birthday <laughs> to me <laughs> so tell us rebecca what are we going to be breaking down today so you made me watch <laughs> <laughs> the monster project which i do not believe is a christian film there's no, no way that this is a christian movie no, there is a fuck like eight seconds in. I eight seconds yeah. into the movie, somebody says fuck. I'm like Eli. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in my defense, let me let me just say this movie was recommended by a listener, and I was like, and he, I watched the preview, and I was like, hey, is this a Christian movie? And the listener was like, yeah, I probably should have told you, it's a Christian movie. It gets really Christian at the end, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Because that's the question I ask people all the time. And they go, oh, no, it's not a Christian movie. I just thought you should watch The Room. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no that's not how our podcasts work. And, but this this person had the audacity to lie to me. So you know what? It's on the show. Yeah. Because I'm not watching a movie without talking about it. Yeah. Never well, not, not this bad. Yeah, no shit. Whew. All right. So, Eli, speaking of which, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love Paranormal Activity but you wanted an even more nonsensical twist ending, you <laughs> will love this movie. It's like 50% Blair Witch, 50% Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, but that's an insult to both Blair Witch and Scooby-Doo. And by the way, I fucking hated Blair Witch. I thought it was like the worst <laughs> thing to ever be critically acclaimed. 
Um, so when I say this is an insult to Blair Witch, that's I, I'm I'm cutting deep with that. <laughs> so what they did here was they did the found footage thing, okay? And we've seen a few other Christian found footage movies. This is not the best. Uh, the Locket is still the best found footage movie we've done. But here's the thing about found footage, right? So there are advantages, right? You can you can first of all you can make a movie a hell of a lot cheaper. Um, it, it gives you a, a diff, it, it, it makes things feel a little more realistic. It gives you a different relationship with your audience. It gives you a different, your audience a different relationship with the characters. Um, the downside is you've got to be damn clever to write it correctly, right? Because there has to be a reason why the footage would exist. Mm, uh, uh, me and the filmmaker disagree. <laughs> <laughs> And, and like well, the footage they found, like <laughs> there's some footage where I'm like, how did they get a hold of that footage? It makes right. no sense. Well, I feel like at some point, someone probably in the writer's room was like, and what about the dream sequence? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is that found footage? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking too much. extracted his brain. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, so that leads me right into my best worst, which was best worst excuse for the camera to be there because yeah. occasionally they would remember that this was found footage and they'd be like, oh, I must have left this camera on this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. There's a security camera in the dilapidated home. No, right. What? <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Now, we don't have no windows, but this is the XP47 yeah. system. Yeah. Works on a Monarch computer. <laughs> Got fucking IBM's Watson hooked up to this motherfucker. <laughs> but no windows. <laughs> yeah. <Or> doors. <laughs> well, uh, we get to cuss a lot on this episode, then, we sure right? Do. Fuck oh, yeah. fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so, is there anything that uh, any nominations you guys have for something this movie was best at being worst at? I think the best worst fight choreography I've oh, ever seen yes. in my life. Mm. Oh, it was just a series of pushbacks from <laughs> flying people. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I, I have a feeling that Eli and I, and I'm not trying to brag here, have yeah. seen better worse fight choreography going into this than okay. you have. You're right. Um, that being said, I still agree. Right? Okay. Like, yeah. see, I've seen David A.R. White fight scenes and this is still the best worst fight choreography yeah. I have ever seen. I could yep. say best worst variety in monster makeup. Ooh, oh, Jesus yes. Christ. Yeah, yes. they all look like the same monster. <laughs> they do. It's just gray teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gray teeth. Uh, With I varying this... levels of sexiness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to give this best worst monster coordination. <laughs> Look, we're going to talk about this when we get into the breakdown of this movie. But there is no question at some point the monsters all got together and they were like, all right, Dave, nice to meet you. Um, bro. Uh, I don't want to be that guy, but does anyone mind if I go first? And Vampire Lady was like, ooh, I was really hoping I could go first. Like, all right, well, how about we each get five minutes and then we each get to, it's like a like a chore chart, like yeah. bad roommates. Yeah. You write your pentagram in the basement. <laughs> All my mine on the hallway wall. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's just dirty dishes in the sink. The werewolf and the demon girl are giving each other dirty licks. I yeah. mean, those aren't my dishes. Yeah. I'm not washing them. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I thought you were on dish duty this week. I don't want to talk about hey, this. That's what the movie should have been. It should be in the, the Honestly, real world yeah. with demons. <laughs> Shit. All right. Patreon goal achieved. So uh, unfortunately, thinking about this movie cinematography for even this long has triggered my vertigo again. So I need to take a quick break for some drama. mean, but when we come back, we'll recap all the uninspired, poorly acted, underlit, palsied camera work that is The Monster Project. Hey, Eli, uh, did anybody answer our ad looking for monsters yet? Yeah, man. We got 300 emails and a whole bunch of voicemails. Oh, awesome. All right, let's crack them open. Yeah, okay. Here's one. It says, uh, photo of the monster in my house. Oh, Oh, Jesus, that's somebody's penis. Okay, okay. I get it. Sorry. Next one. Okay, look, this one says the subject is real monster. All right, Fuck! Ah, oh, that's another penis. That is another penis. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 Two well, in a no, row. that one, this one, it says kindergarten. It, it can't be. Uh, and it's a penis. Are these all going to be penises? Uh, let me see. Uh, yes, yes, they are all penises. Fucking Craigslist, man. Yeah. Hey, do you want to? No, I do the, not want to do the penis project instead. Okay. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start off in media arrests with an African-American gentleman warning a sound on the roof that he's armed, dangerous, and Christian. And this is Jamal. And Jamal's character's role will be to set African-Americans in cinema back <laughs> 10 years. Is that, I think that's what his part... What you talk about, Eli? <laughs> oh, so, yeah, it, well, and I should point out because because he's he's yelling at a noise on the roof and he's like, hey, I've got a 45 and p- probably a, a malt liquor, given the uh, sensitivity <laughs> with which my character was written. Um, but also, I'm a member of my Baptist church. This movie will occasionally like nod at being Christian. Right. They'll like mm-hmm. try and forget. Totally. So he climbs up to the roof and like. Looks around the chimney, all while threatening the noise he hears up there. And then a werewolf monster thing looks at him and he falls off the roof. This is our first turn around and be scary. <laughs> this is our first one. And it's like <laughs> two seconds into the film. <laughs> there will be more. <laughs> yeah. And and like many of the cameras uh, in this film, this camera was powered by Jamal's consciousness. you can see his hands like it's almost like a naked gun joke like you see the camera and then you see one hand and you're like all right he's holding it in the other you see the other hand and you're like all right well now i yeah now it floats (laughs) yeah yeah well so he falls off the roof and then the camera goes out because he's unconscious (laughs) and it comes back on and his buddy Devin is up on the roof Turns out that this was meta. See, Jamal and Devin were making a fake video of scary found footage stuff for YouTube. Right. Right. And I want to just take a moment to say, because this is going to come up throughout, Devin is delicious. Yes, that <laughs> is very hot. I didn't enjoy this movie. You know what I enjoyed? Looking at that- Thank you. Two votes. Yeah, two votes. Two votes. I had a boner. A very complicated boner the whole movie. But I also I I love that it was like, you know, 
and the black guy dies. He's the first <laughs> guy to die. <laughs> Just kidding. He'll die later. Yeah, right. Yeah. He yeah, will be yeah. the first to die in this film. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, so, okay. So they go in to edit their, their YouTube movie. And I, I feel like, cause at, at this point, we're actually watching YouTube videos in the movie. And I'm like, we don't give Ray Comfort credit for being the trendsetter that he is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, it shows their view count and they have 134,000 views. And I'm like, mm -hmm. mm, that's like one billionth of cute puppy falls asleep. Like, <laughs> yeah. so they're reacting <laughs> as though they're raking in those big viral video dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Dollar per view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, each each one of those clicks is money. I'm like, micro cents. We're in the cents. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that might so, explain the budget for the film, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, and that also might explain why Devin has come up with an even more clever plan on how they can make money. See, instead of making fake monster videos, they could make real monster videos. <laughs> I just wrote in my notes. These characters just came up with most of the learning channel, <laughs> <laughs> so, right? So, yeah, they've come up with an idea for a show called The Monster Project, where they go out and look for real monsters. And by go out and look, we mean put up a Craigslist ad. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy billionaire money. We remake this movie, but it's just him desperately trying to delete all of the dick pics he got sent. From <laughs> oh, the, the title of this one is I've got a monster for you. Finally, I got the dick again. Yeah. When I said monster, I didn't mean rapist. <laughs> uh, but also, like, can we cut to the monsters on Craigslist? <laughs> I didn't think of that. That's true. That means all of these monsters were like, yeah. checking my Facebook. Misconnections. <laughs> and now I'll just see if anyone needs a monster on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Me, preppy white guy on the subway. You, vampire. <laughs> and look, everyone knows that if you wanted to find a vampire, a werewolf, or a skinwalker, you'd want to go to... Craigslist. Oh, I'm sorry, I stepped on that. We did it, that everybody. That was gorgeous. We did it. <laughs> I think I, Noah died from how great that was. I was, I was, I was actually going to throw in a ZipRecruiter ad right here. I thought that was going to be super <laughs> clever. Funny. Just toss it in in the thing, but no. But yeah, the Monster.com thing, I guess, worked out much better. You think okay. they built their website through Scarespace. <laughs> oh! yeah! This is the rest of the show, everybody. This is what we do now. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a weird turn. 30 seconds on the clock. All right, so now it's time for a confessional video. Uh, this is where we're going to meet the character, Brian, who, by the way, before this movie is over, will be a shitty boom operator named <laughs> Brian. Yep. And will ruin things. Ugh. Yes, yes. Storm off and break shit. Yeah. No, this movie was designed to be on our show. The The listener that fucking uh, that, that emailed this to you and told you that it was Christian is Devin. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy who played fucking Devin. Anyway, so... Crack boy, I will say this was well cast. This guy was supposed to be the junkie. He looked the part. Um, yeah. yeah. And he's making a message for mom and dad about how sober he is and how many days he's been sober. Yep. And yeah. this entire movie is worth it for one of the greatest moments I think we've all experienced, which is white guy retells you something he heard in an AA meeting. <laughs> he's like, um, yeah, man. So there's like wolves. 
And if you feed one of them, that one will bite you. <laughs> I got to be what? honest. <laughs> this was so boring. I could it not was... physically pay attention to it. Like it was just I was I was making love to Charlie Brown's teacher at this point. <laughs> it was absolutely senseless. And I even went back and tried to listen again so I could hear the details of what he was saying. And I got bored and started counting the letters and the sentences in my notes <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Yeah, oh. it's horrible. And he's so complicated. <laughs> he's just such a complicated guy. You can tell. Even though Devin's hot and interesting, he's complicated. Yeah. Those are the only two kind of white guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will say, like, much of the dialogue and monologue in this movie could just be people saying things like, I'm complicated or our relationship is complicated, isn't it? Yep. There's yep. a ton of that. That would um, have been more subtle than most of the dialogue. Yeah. It was, <laughs> right, right. So, okay, so we meet Brian. We also meet Muriel briefly here. Muriel will be a Mercurial character. Um, it's kind of hard to pin down what the fuck she's who she is to everyone you have to have a hot good girl in a movie yeah that's what she, you know she's the ingenue, <laughs> she's in this the ingenue. Shitty movie. and if you can't get a hot girl for the movie you can get muriel you know who she reminded me of she was like a poor man's version of the girl. Remember that? And I'm sorry to leave you out on this one Rebecca but you remember that movie we did Eli where the guy wasn't allowed to be in a room with a girl Yes. And there was that drop old fashioned. dead. Yes, old fashioned, right. She's like a poor man's version of the hot girl from old fashioned. Oh, I see. Also, uh, checking her IMDb page, a legitimate actress who somehow got trapped into the <laughs> Oh my God. She's been in all sorts of stuff, and it was obvious she was like, I am going to be in Arizona that weekend. <laughs> How bad could it be? I can't promise you much about this movie, but I can promise you she spent the entire film going, I'm not doing a topless scene. Yep. No, I need you to stop asking. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. Really? I'm wearing a midriff. I'm wearing a midriff in the middle of the night <laughs> the directing of the a movie. In the winter. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. They do really try to show her tits. They really <laughs> they do. They really do. That last scene will probably get Yeah, to right, right. I'll, I'll they're, they're, yeah, yeah. There's a lot later. of, will there be boob at the very end yeah. of this? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So now we cut over to Monster Project Day One. This is Devin and uh, and uh, Jamal. They've gotten an answer on their Craigslist ad for monsters uh, from a Native American gentleman who is also a werewolf, uh, a skinwalker. Skinwalker. Yeah. I also met a gentleman once who called himself a skinwalker. He molested me. <laughs> Just uh, be aware that if you answer a Craigslist ad for a man calling himself a skinwalker, gonna get molested. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing yeah. that up. Yeah, he likes to walk his fingers up your naked body. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you know Dave. Yeah, okay. I, know Dave. <laughs> right. I know Dave. Thought it was just me. <laughs> Craigslist is a weird place, is what we're saying. It yeah. is. It is. So okay. So now this is going to be the first of many times where we're going to shoehorn in why this guy has a camera. So this character is a police officer who wears a body cam because he's a police officer, even when he's off duty. Yeah, with a t-shirt. Turning into <laughs> werewolves. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He just has one implanted into him, like police officers so often do these days. Is that what you want, Sean King? That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but the good news, though, is that the Indian guy was definitely a real skinwalker. 
So they have the first uh, of the uh, monsters they're going to need for their interviews. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Now and they're doing like a Ocean's Eleven of, of ethnicities. <laughs> <laughs> they're just gathering them all. Oh, shit. They do, don't they? They, do. yeah, <laughs> yeah. they didn't want to just go with white monsters. No, of course And, and we not. should point out, we didn't mention this at the time, but they actually said this in their Craigslist ad. They were like, uh, all ethnicities are fine. <laughs> yes, they like did. A, a white male vampire who's like, see, this is bullshit. I'm going to get on Twitter and act like more of a monster than I am. <laughs> exactly. uh, white genocide is worse than eating babies. So. <laughs> all monsters matter. <laughs> All monsters matter. So, okay. So speaking of shoehorned in bullshit camera opportunities here, we now cut to this very bizarre, stupid scene that starts with, like, basically it starts with one of the characters saying, it would be very stupid and silly for you to be filming this moment. Why would you be doing that? (laughs) He goes, yeah, I don't know. You know, sometimes I just like to turn the camera on. Anyway, tell us about your backstory with Muriel. Yes. This whole scene is the ham-fistedest way mm-hmm. humanly possible for the characters to go, Devin and Muriel used to date. Yep. She doesn't like Devin. Yep. Now, Rebecca, yep. I, I can't speak from a woman's perspective. Thank you. So, thank you. <laughs> thank me. <laughs> so, can you educate us? If you walk into a room mm-hmm. and your ex is there... Mm-hmm. Do you recoil as though he is made of spiders and leave immediately? Uh, I mean, you know, I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, that's a realistic yeah, yeah, performance. Yeah, well, that's then. totally All right, real. I apologize. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that Muriel's uh, reaction to Devin was slightly exaggerated, but yes. now I learn that's just something women do. Yeah, okay. yeah. We are terrified of our exes. Yeah, all but of us. It depends on the ex. It depends yeah, on the ex. Yeah, it just depends on the ex. And he obviously... You know, he was a problem. He was, <laughs> he was a problem, has a problem. You know, she doesn't want to get hurt again, you guys. I get it. No, yeah. No, Where's he's, Mariel's he's demonic. movie? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So, so, and I also want to point out this little bit. Again, like the nod to maybe this is a Christian movie. Maybe it isn't. They come into the... Okay, so they hide out while Muriel leaves. Apparently, Muriel... All these characters live together except Devin, apparently. Um, so Brian, the crackhead, uh, that was doing the confessional earlier is Jamal's roommate. So Jamal comes in and you know how, like when you come into your home, you film it, he's doing that. (laughs) (laughs) And Devin looks at the wall and he goes, that's new. And the camera focuses in on a crucifix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this crucifix is the size of like a crusader's shield. Yeah. It's not a subtle, <laughs> yes. like Brian, a Brian, like unstapled yeah. Jesus from this thing and, <laughs> yes. and fucking brought it into the house. Yeah, he took it from the front of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so and they 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 point that out, and he's like, "Oh, that's my roommate's. He's all Christian. He's the good guy." And then that that'll be Brian. Uh, who Jamal will be verbally abusive with. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Muriel shows up and storms off so because of the complexity of all the relationships. <laughs> um, but hell yeah, fish sticks. Yeah, well, yeah, we can't, we can't escape a scene so. with Jamal without something <laughs> like that, right? 
Jesus Christ. That's what we eat. <laughs> oh. Literally, throughout this film, without reason, whatever the scene is, Jamal will add something racist to it. And he'll be like, all right, guys, we escaped the monsters. Now we're here in this basement. Jamal, what are you doing? Are you okay? And he's like, I found watermelon. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, put, put, put. Yeah. I the seeds, huh? Yeah. Wow, white people killing each other. I thought only blacks killed other blacks. Look at these statistics I found. How come we commit such a larger percentage of the crimes? I'm just saying, maybe we should stop talking about Black Lives Matter, start talking about policing our cities and raising our children, right? I'm just saying. Anyway, where my bootstraps go? All right, so now the characters go into a different room. Um, they got a, <laughs> another response to their casting call for monsters. This time they got themselves a vampire. Ooh. Ooh. But in order to get an interview with the vampire, they didn't even realize they'd done that, I think. they She wants a vial of blood to drink. Now, who do they know who would trade a vial of his own blood for $100? Turns out it's the crackhead. <laughs> I feel like there should be a warning label on that blood. Yeah. I, I just want to throw out here, Devin very, very casually is aware of how to draw blood in a safe yeah. way. Oh, yeah. He's just like, all right, here you go. Zip, zip. <laughs> like, I know professional. I spent, whenever I go to give blood, yeah. they spend 45 minutes oh. jabbing at my milky white flesh. <laughs> but Devin's just like, bloop, got you, buddy. <laughs> well, let's be fair. We don't know that he knows a safe way to do it. We just know he knows a way to do it. Yeah. So, okay. So now they go off to meet the vampire. Brian is also with them now for some, I guess it's his blood. He wants to see it through. I don't know. But the vampires instructed them to leave it on a bench by the swing set. <laughs> in a <laughs> playground. In a, in a <laughs> playground. So, stupid. You know, there's a lot of fucked up shit that happens at playgrounds. This movie is on the list. I'm not saying it's worse <laughs> yeah. than the molestation shit, but it's on the list. So now there's a swooshing noise and the vial is gone. The vampire is come and gone and no one ever even saw her. Yeah, which I like in reality, let's just picture this moment from her perspective. She's hiding. She's like, oh, better go jingle some keys over here. She like shoves a tire swing. Jumps through the swing set. So that it all moves. And grabs the blood and then drinks like a shot's worth of blood and is like, awesome. Yeah. Good day. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's the vampire's intro. So now they've got two monsters. They got a, a skinwalker and a vampire. And now they're leaving. Now, they, again, they're setting this up for an interview later. They're going to interview all the monsters together, apparently. And they're driving home. And basically, Brian, this is such a rare moment of pure honesty in the script. Brian says, why the fuck is this happening? Why is any of this happening? And Jamal says, money. I'm like, yep, that's exactly what's really, that was not even scripted, guys. That was just what the conversation <laughs> yeah. was. That was the actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, the characters haven't seen that monsters are real at this point. So their answer of, we don't think monsters are real and are just going to bother some crazy people to put on television is a pretty decent answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and but except Brian, though, again, nodding to the Christianity of this movie, says, well, hey, man, you know, a according to the Bible, demons are real. So who knows about vampires and skinwalkers, right? <laughs> <laughs> and 
everyone in this movie reacts exactly the way we would. Just, yeah. Okay, time um, to get quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you say you brought music? You brought music. <laughs> Did you have fish sticks? Fish, yeah, fish sticks. Some. So, Why don't you tell us one of those great you jokes you always tell? Oh, Jamal? Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Jamal, all right. Now we cut to the following scene. Again, you have to keep in mind his camera is connected to his consciousness because in this next scene he wakes up to pounding. The camera is already on as he's like wiping his sleep out of his eyes and shit. He was sleep filming when a pounding knock on the door woke him up, apparently. You can't miss a moment in documentary <laughs> filmmaking. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, so there's a pounding on the door at him and uh, in Brian's place. He goes to the door and opens it up and when when you another race <laughs> <laughs> we now take care of the largest of the races the asians yes um so they but but it's not an asian yet it's a dvd which was probably made in asia so that's kind of like an asian um but it says shiori on it now before they watch the dvd they have to invite devin over so that he can also be in this scene <laughs> hey man wake up i know it's four in the morning we have a dvd no, those are not time sensitive. <laughs> okay, well, I realized it as I was saying it. Come on, you must be, you know, high or something, Just right? Do some uh, sit-ups and send me a picture. <laughs> is it that much to ask? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so they watch the DVD. It is an Asian girl named Shiori. Um, and I want to point out again, this is just a podcaster and me coming out at least to some degree, but the way they filmed this was to film the video, play it on the TV, film the TV and take the audio that was coming out of the TV and mic that on their boom. <laughs> so it, like, like she literally is just whisper talking. I couldn't understand a goddamn word of what she was saying here. Yeah, me neither. Yep. As a matter of fact, I thought she was the vampire. Turns out she's not. She's the demon. Right. Okay. She's yet right. another person. I thought the vampire was like, all right, you gave me the blood. Now I'll give you a DVD. Yeah. And now I'll make my version of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And by the way, that's exactly why they went with Asian girl, because they wanted to do the Asian girl hair over the face yep. thing, which yep. is a staple in horror film for some fucking reason. Yeah. Uh, we, sh we should point out too that while they're watching the video talking about the demon, the crucifix falls off the wall. Ah! Leading me to wonder, is that what happens every time you watch that DVD? <laughs> yeah. like, no, 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 watch this. This yeah. is cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> every time. And the, the noise that the crucifix makes is way louder than her speaking voice. Well, the crucifix is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's about 306 pounds, judging <laughs> yeah. by the size of it. Well, there's so. an actual human man on it. <laughs> yeah, so. right, exactly. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so Devin calls the demon girl to set up a, a, the follow-up interview, um, and they get that done. And while he's doing that, Jamal uh, comes in and says, hey, man, we should really talk about Brian's backstory. <laughs> yeah, so that he can overhear us. And it's literally yeah. just, hey, man, do you think Brian's a piece of shit? Oh, trust me, he's a drug addict. <laughs> Everyone knows drug addicts always love drugs. Yeah, <laughs> forever. <laughs> So, and then from there we go to Brian's birthday party. Uh, luckily, Jamal filmed this as a montage. Um, <laughs> I, I will say of all the pop scares in this movie, the most effective one was Muriel dancing 
That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, there is there is a great white people dancing scene oh, where that's... you can tell Devin like turned the camera off and he was like, everyone enjoy the party. And all the white people froze and they were like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My Puritan roots. <laughs> so Oomcha, yeah. oomcha, oomcha. Yeah. Come on, I'll hold the camera. You dance. Yeah. <laughs> else, oh, I'm going to get my freak on. He's <laughs> so, <laughs> wearing a top hat and tails. God damn it, Jamal. <laughs> so now we have, again, all on camera, we have a heart to heart between Devin and Jamal where we learn more about their backstory. Um, Jamal's worried that he's still on the drugs, which, I mean, this this actor is so obviously stoned. Yes, he's on the drugs. Yeah, his eyes are barely open. <laughs> yeah, right. But now Devin shows up, right? And Devin is the bad guy and wasn't invited to the party. And everybody gasps and Muriel freaks the fuck out and starts throwing holy water on him and shit. Uh, yeah. But he's actually there because he felt bad for Sam. Brian was a drug addict fuck up the other night. So he wants to hire him to be a boom operator on the Monster Project for 600 bucks. Which making I him the highest in. paid grip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to say, as someone who has held a boom for all the pizza you want. Yeah. <laughs> I've held a boom for myself. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, so but 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 mostly he's just there to apologize for the previous scene so that we can feel like he's more complex and layered than we thought at first. Um but that's when Muriel shows up. And they uh, okay. So Muriel had bought a camera, a head-mounted camera for Brian for his birthday. She had turned it on and was walking out to give it to him and forgot it was on which is why there's going to be a camera during this conversation, this private conversation between Muriel and Devin about her, him cheating on her in the past. Well, he didn't, he never cheated on her. He just needed some space. Needed space. Well, the, the relationship is very complicated. <laughs> Layered. As and are they all. She literally said, this is an actual line from this scene. Cause he's like, I want you to work on the monster project. And she's like, Oh, I would never grip on an ex-boyfriend shoot. And, Really? You're just going to leave that out there for me? I'd never oh. grip on an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Sometimes they make it too easy. Again, this movie occasionally tipped its hands that it was it was trying to make it to god awful movies, right? Yes. So, but but this is now we've established already that what Muriel really wants to do with her life is direct, and now he wants him or he wants her to direct his show, and it's what she always wanted to direct a direct to YouTube video about monsters. She's really moving <laughs> up in the world. Where the fuck is she now that this is her moving up in the world? It's a weird vision. Book. Very low. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so late that night, only Muriel and Brian are left. Everybody else left the party, and now we have to like have a heart-to-heart -heart between them so we can realize that their relationship is also complicated and layered. And she, she didn't notice anyone leave the party. Nope. Yeah, what? Nobody noticed anybody leaving the party. Did they go out the back? <laughs> Nobody walked through the house. They're just gone. <laughs> Music's off. Like... <laughs> Yeah, right. While they were having this conversation, apparently the yeah. entire party cleared out. It's like, oh, that's what all those cars leaving was. <laughs> yeah. What? 
Yeah. Oh, by the way, I have to point out the director's buddy's garage band is playing in the background of this and the fucking singer is going for it. This is his one moment and he knows it. (laughs) If you watch the movie, listen for him. He was he was really putting on a hell of a show. He was, let's just say, crooning. Anyway, so now we learn that Muriel and Brian are not dating, but maybe they like each other and maybe they don't. But Devin is in the way now and and what whatever will they do? And then she kisses him right in the camera. Yeah. Like like forehead hits the camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh-huh. um, and 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 then she wanders off because she shouldn't have done that. The relationship is too complicated for that. And then he punches shit and takes drugs. Yeah, but Brian. <laughs> Brian's reaction to the girl he likes kissing him is to fly into a rage. (laughs) I I don't deserve nice things. (laughs) I I mean, look, I don't want to be an old fogey, but in my day at a party at your birthday, if the girl kissed you, it was a good thing. (laughs) You got the feeling that it was like, I, he like, cause he got a condom earlier in the movie. Someone was like, you always need a condom. And he like throws it into the fire and it's like, yeah, man, maybe you don't get to fuck before you've kissed (laughs) buddy no (laughs) lip stuff until butt stuff happens I have a very weird order it's ass to mouth you fucking whore (laughs) yeah I mean order of operation (laughs) alright so now it's tomorrow we're honing in on the plot of this movie guys we really are we just need to know how complex these fucking relationships are (laughs) So it's it's tomorrow. We're driving through the woods. The radio cleverly sneaks in the fact that it's going to be a total lunar eclipse tonight. Very exciting if you're an astronomer or work in the moon monster field. Um, but they're all a team now. That's the important thing. They're all a team. They're going to the shoot. They have rented a haunted house to do this shoot in. Yep. <laughs> So to, probably to, found on Craigslist. Come on. <laughs> so, Look, I don't I'm have no monsters, but <laughs> 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 so okay. So now we fully get the idea of what this show is going to be. They're going to interview. They've invited a skinwalker, a vampire, and a demon to come talk with them in a haunted house during a lunar eclipse. So you know, <laughs> scary. Also, a mm-hmm. uh, subtle little thing here. This is where Muriel puts the head cam that she bought for Brian's birthday on Brian. And she was just like, hey, will you wear this for the rest of the movie? The rest <laughs> of the what? The, sorry. Um, for now. <laughs> He's like, of course, I'll wear this on my head for you. Anything. Let me quickly summarize up the uh, plot points up to now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and and of course, as soon as he puts the head camera on and it's working, he's like, well, this is a perfectly appropriate time for a very personal discussion about our complex feelings for each other that were explored last night with a kiss. And she's like, "Mm, yeah, uh, maybe not while you're filming this. Now she cares. Yeah, right. (laughs) Now she cares. Uh, Look, if it's during night vision, I I, as a filmmaker am entitled to it, but not now. (laughs) And this is where we meet the owner of the creepy haunted house. Yeah. Pretty good uh-huh. actor. I'll and, be honest. Yeah. Pretty good actor. Yeah, he, he looks pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hi, um, are you all three of you wearing or holding a different form of camera? <laughs> Which admittedly is odd, but Jamal's response is, am I being detained? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
And, well, and also this is where they turn to the uh, homeowner and they're like, wow, there sure seem to be a lot of security cameras from which one might theoretically find footage later in this home of yours. They seem to be in every single room. <laughs> <laughs> Even the crawl spaces under the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would you? Anyway, yeah, exactly. When they, well, well, in his answer, he explained. Yes, it's so oh, amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. Please, yeah. please tell us his explanation. <laughs> Look, the reason I set up the JX45 camera system <laughs> cost me Forty to seventy-five thousand dollars. As people come in my old abandoned house, they do drugs, they have sex, they sacrifice animals to Satan. You know, the, <laughs> the usual kid chicanery. Yep. And I like jerking off to it. You see. <laughs> oh, and by the way. Devin needs everyone to leave their phones in the car. It might be vital to the plot later. This is just the most shoehorned in bullshit. Oh, by the way, everyone, phones interfere with cameras. You can't put them on silent. You have to leave them in yeah, the Yeah, and and if you could make it so you're not allowed to dial 911 on your phone, <laughs> yeah. if you could take that ability off of All it. All right, guys, give me the nine buttons and the one buttons <laughs> exactly. on your phone. Just turn them in. Exactly. You get them back at the end of the moment. And if you have a touch screen, just smash the screen. <laughs> so, yeah, so, okay, so they, the Sans phones, they go into the creepy crack house <laughs> and apparently... And this never makes any goddamn sense, but apparently the crazy guy who owns the house keeps his wife there in a wheelchair in case he needs a pop scare later. <laughs> Literally. They're just, he's like, Martha, Martha. And Martha! You, and you can see these actors be like, wait, you just left your wife in the house? And he's like, oh yeah, she's very sick. <laughs> also, have I mentioned everything in this house is fragile and sharp? Anyways, I'll find my way. Including her teeth. Good night. <laughs> he's, and, and of course, this is where he has to give the creepy haunted house instructions. He's like, you know, nobody go into the attic because, you know, it's not haunted, but something else. Damn, damn. I, oh, I was practicing on the way over. Um, yeah, and whatever you do, don't look in the basement and... Uh, if if anyone gets hurt, it's not my fault. You asked Probably for best it. best if you don't turn on any lights. <laughs> if you could do everything in night vision, that'd be great. That would be great. Thanks, night vision. Way ahead of you. Yeah, it makes your monsters look more realistic. Yeah. So they, they stumble upon Martha, who's yep. having some wheelchair mumble time in the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this will be time one of 887,000. That a woman sits in the corner mumbling. <laughs> I just Sorry, guys. I Rebecca's just, in the corner I mumbling. Wanna, right now. I just, <laughs> just want to be barefoot and pregnant in the <laughs> And also, I want to point out at one point, and this will not be the last time they do this. At one point in this scene, they have a pop scare when nothing happened, right? It's just like they move from one camera view to the other, and it's like, bang! You know, like, you know, it was just, <laughs> <laughs> no room! <laughs> so, yeah, and they will do that more than once. All right. So now they're so the the crazy owner takes his wife and wheels her on out of there. They go elsewhere. Um, and now everybody's setting up to film. But damn it, if they didn't overload the breaker. Turns out old abandoned houses have shitty electrical systems. Who'd have thunk? Huh. And Muriel knows everything. She's yeah. got a mag light. <laughs> yeah, she, she can't say flashlight, goddammit. She uses the fucking brand name. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. Also, this is also where we learned that Devin brought a box of monster killing paraphernalia just in case. <laughs> He's got a bag of MacGuffins. Yeah. I got some holy water, some crucifixes. I got an uh, a poison that only kills me. I Brought a gun with a single bullet with a the name carved in it of my great great grandfather. I have a steak, medium rare. I have a steak. So, also subtle, subtle. Jamal is wearing a silver chain. That won't matter later. Actually, it, they nope. will set up like five times that the only thing they can kill the Skinwalker is silver, and the fact that he's wearing a silver chain will never matter. <laughs> it sure will well. never matter. And they will kill the skinwalker without using any silver later. Except yeah. it's his bling, dog. <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly, I'm surprised it didn't have spinning rims on it. So, yep, so Muriel and Brian go to check the breaker and talk about the complexity of their relationship. <sighs> Some more. More. Uh, Anyway, yeah. I was getting so bored. I did not care <laughs> about their love triangle in the slightest. Oh, was... I just wanted to put like a pentagram around it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we do the opening, right? Like the uh, the uh, soft open with Devin, you know, directly addressing the camera. He's like, tonight during this rare lunar eclipse, we will interview a vampire, a demon, and a skinwalker. There are no actors. And I'm like, more accidental honesty. <laughs> and, but that suddenly... Martha! <laughs> well, actually, yes, exactly. That's interrupted by a sudden pop scare scream. Yeah. Now, I think it's... we should just say Martha every time there's a pop scare. <laughs> So, and I love to, okay, this is Muriel screaming. What she was screaming at is that the demon girl showed up. Now, the demon girl isn't a demon. She's just a young Asian woman. Mm -hmm. Muriel just saw a young Asian woman and screamed for several <laughs> minutes while Devin and Jamal ran into the house. <laughs> was it Which, racism? Is she from the fucking yes. World War II or <laughs> yes. something? My grandpa was in Vietnam. <laughs> Which explains why Shiori, the Asian woman, is so awkward. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry, I arrive early, which is polite thing to do when you are invited somewhere. And your friend screamed for solid 80 seconds yeah. at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What if Shiori is just normal or whatever? She just assumed that this was going to so be a learning great. channel thing. Yeah. that uh, suddenly, This movie from Shiori's perspective is way more fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, and now the vampire chick is there too, um, it, 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 talking way too quiet for the microphones to pick her up. Uh, also, this is where we get the, I don't think it was intentionally comedic scene where Brian is hanging up the word vampire, demon, and skinwalker yep. on the dressing rooms. In their rooms. dressing rooms. <laughs> In case they need yes. to change into their fangs or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, as soon as he puts up the thing for demon in the demon room, he hears demon sounds. And wouldn't you know it, there's pop scare in the middle of the room there. Martha! Martha! <laughs> <laughs> Which he will never address again, by the way. Like, no. he goes in and he's like, hey, Shiori, how you doing? You want some craft services? And she's like, ah! and then he's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. He's Raisin like, I will. bagel, cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll continue on as a group. Actresses, in this- <laughs> am I right? <laughs> also, meanwhile, fucking Jamal continues to stab wildly at the vagina of comic relief in the other room. Oh, it's embarrassing. so upsetting. He's just like, I'm looking for the werewolf. Yeah. A werewolf. I know Craighead. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Also, because I always have to pause these movies and, and write my notes and then go back and, and pause the movie. I, I realized at this point that when you pause this movie, you have a 40% chance of getting black screen yeah. at <laughs> yeah. any point in this goddamn movie. Um, it, speaking of which, something happened to the dark. It was scary or something. Well, anyway. see, this is amazing because while he's looking for the the werewolf, the vampire shows up and they see her walking in the distance. And then the camera turns away, and when it turns back, she's like right up against the window. Martha. Martha! <laughs> but the amazing thing about it is, in real life, that means that the vampire was like, doo, 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 doo. oh, they're not looking. I really wish she was heavy panting. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Hey, <laughs> did I scare you? Yeah. Oh god! <laughs> you like my new contacts? <laughs> so yeah, and also, so she arrives. She goes to her dressing room. Also, the Native American wear cop shows up wearing his <laughs> wearing his body cam still. By the way, um, and this character is named Stephen. I only want to point that out because, for whatever it's worth. Jamal, Mariel, Shiori, and Steven are played by actors named respectively Jamal, Muriel, Shiori, and Steven. Ah, subtle. Oh. Take that take from that what you will. Maybe they were real monsters. Yeah, All maybe right. this is a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're now they get their fucking money's worth out of that clapboard, goddammit. It. It's start time to start filming the show. And Steven has decided he needs to protect his identity. Not in the movie, like, but the actor himself would rather not be seen in this movie. So they show him in the shadows with his voice changed to creepy sounding. <laughs> right. And this monologue he does is genuine nonsense. Everything he says <laughs> yeah. makes less sense. He's yeah. like, I am anonymous for your protection. <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> I am a police officer on my reservation. Oh, who do you police? myself <laughs> what wait what huh? <laughs> i killed my dad how do you get to be a skinwalking <laughs> and uh, yeah and then his question is like so how does one get into skinwalking and that pisses him off right he stands up all pop scare like for no reason <laughs> and, <Mother! laughs> and he goes he basically he says i would have expected an interviewer to have more intelligent questions prepared than how does one get into skinwalking i'm the fuck out of here <laughs> should have done your what is this a podcast <laughs> yeah. thought you were here to talk about the financial crisis <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to ask me how you met noah and heath but no one's ever asked you that before <laughs> so and it's amazing. He go, he goes, so it's murder, right? You have to murder a family member. And I was like, oh, so Charlize Theron, Skinwalker. What do you know? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Burn Charlize. <laughs> <laughs> Killed her dad. Google it. And then, yeah, isn't that crazy? And then he goes, he goes, <laughs> have you ever shapeshifted? And he goes, I'm a fucking werewolf. That's our whole thing. <laughs> no, the whole thing no, is shapeshifting. I'm a shapeshifting enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
I love to. So because he asked him what it's like to shapeshift and they try their damnedest to go profound here. Right. They try to go with something like meaningful here and they do such a comically bad job of it that the last line of it is, is like he says, you cease to be inhuman at all. You become an animal. Like that's the literal description. <laughs> yeah. That's like of or relating to you got that from the dictionary. There's nothing yeah, profound yeah. there. Uh, also he says here he's like (laughs) also he says here like he's like silver is my weakness by the way in case you need to know that in act three later I would love to do interviews where people ask where my weakness was (laughs) what's your weakness carbs tell me about it (laughs) oh my god if he had said carbs my weakness (laughs) carbs after 10 p.m. All right, so now we're going to go through the actual interviews. Uh, We've gone through the Skinwalker one. We're now going to go through the vampire one, uh, which starts with... I hate this woman. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hate this woman so much. I'm I'm sure you guys were... You know, super into her looks. No, <laughs> they you know, the, sexed her up in a comical fashion. Here's with the thing: fishnets uh, and neck yes, tattoos. Yes, yeah. I I know this girl. That's my problem. I know this girl, and I know she's just not worth it. Right? Like what I'm looking mean? at, I'm looking at the camera, and I'm thinking to myself, "Yeah, she's sexy." Um, there's going to be some kind of unsolicited biting that happens. Right. There's, <laughs> this it. is not going to end well for me. She's going to want me to have a three-way that's like me and two other guys for her. It's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to say, for every time Muriel was asked to take her top off and said no, this actress asked if she could take yeah. her top off. And I, I, everyone... I, mean, I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it. If she doesn't want to do it, I'll do it. You're the vamp for the last... God damn it, Ashley. You guys want to add another tattoo <laughs> to my neck? And and the best example of this actress doing... And she's really doing her best. The mm. best example of this actress trying to do the scary thing is they've done one of those skull face tattoos on the back of her hand mm-hmm. but the actress doesn't know how to do it so she puts her hand over her mouth to <laughs> do it but it's slightly off kilter and she's like like death Love but it. It, it's just a weird <laughs> tattoo <it>. slightly <laughs> off kilter on yeah, her face exactly. she's like, does it look good is it no no right. you know what fine. Yeah. we can't afford to do it again and it's digital yep. film so yes no it's fine <laughs> keep rolling <laughs> And okay, and we should point out that she, okay, this is the vampire that got the blood earlier. The blood she drank was Brian's. So instead of Devin interviewing her, she wants Brian, the boom operator, to do it. Yeah. This, there's not a reason for this. Well, no, yes, there is. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, thank you. she could have said this when he was fucking holding the boom, too. But yeah, okay. So yes, she. Well, first of all, she asks him about his tattoos, and while he's showing her, she scratches her fingernails across the... Metal? Uh, yeah, table? and she scratches out the word Martha, apparently, <laughs> yeah. because this is Mars. just done as a pop scare. <laughs> yeah, a slow burn pop scare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Martha. If you think about it, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, and then she... So she starts like reading his blood she's like yeah i can't help but notice that when i was eating your blood tasted a little oxy in there you (laughs) drug addict which is where i learned i wanted to hang out with brian (laughs) (laughs) 
But it's also where we learn that like everyone in this fucking movie is an idiot because everyone's like, damn it, Brian, you're doing oxys again. Like this is a woman that claimed to be a vampire, right? We have not yet seen evidence that monsters are a thing. The only person who's seen any evidence, in fact, that monsters are a thing is Brian, who's ignoring (laughs) it at this point. Right? Well, he's he's pretty high. To be yeah. fair, that does explain his reaction because when I'm on Oxy, I could walk into a room and a demon turns around. And I'm just like, I gotta stop buying from Frankie, man. And I keep seeing demons. So yeah, but but so Brian, everybody's mad at Brian for doing drugs. He freaks out like an asshole, breaks a bunch of shit out on the way. It's not opiates, it's roids. <laughs> <laughs> and we have this amazing meta moment. And I'm sorry, Rebecca, that you can't enjoy this as much as we do, but it's a running joke on our fucking show. There's actually a film set where a guy is storming off and people are yelling, Brian. <laughs> Again, they were trying, they were they were it's aiming the to be on this show. So Brian goes into the bathroom to rage yell. Recall, of course, that he's got a camera on his face, so it makes sense that he would be filming his rage yell. (laughs) And and this is where he takes his pills out of his pocket, (laughs) and he has eight Yes. He took out a jug from his pocket. Like something Winnie the Pooh would be consuming honey from. Yes. Except filled with Yeah, exactly. Um, but then Jamal comes in, right? You know, and, and we have to listen to the, you know, uh, we also have a complex friendship that goes back many years conversation between the two of them. Oscar, Oscar moment. Oh, yes. Jamal was fucking going for it here. Yeah. Guys, this was Jamal going for it. I mean, I, you know, like kudos to Jamal for trying. Everyone should try real hard, but that's literally the best he could do. That's, (laughs) we should take a moment for Jamal. All right. So, oh, and then, of course, after he gets done with that, uh, Brian decides to record a screaming video diary for his parents. Yeah, that's how I call my folks. (laughs) Fight a nickel. (laughs) You ruined me. (laughs) Well, I will say, though, I had to teach my mother how to use Skype the other day, which doesn't seem like something one would have to be taught how to do. And by the time I finally got her on video, I'm sure I was doing this. Right. I'm sure I had about Brian's demeanor at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, but he yells at his parents. He's not really so sober. He's been faking it the whole time, blah, blah, blah. And now it's time to interview the demon girl. Now, she's not a demon. She's possessed by demons, which is kind of a jip. I mean, the other chick was actually a vampire. She just didn't know one, you know. <laughs> um, but but Shiori would like the demons to go away, perhaps into pigs, if they could handle that. Yes, and the demon has promised if they end up on TLC, he'll leave. (laughs) Which, to be fair, she says in this interview that the demon was born inside her. So, like, that means she's a demon, right? Well, it also means that there were like three years where we can assume a full grown demon was just like, all right, well, as soon as she learns to speak, I'm going to, you know. (laughs) <laughs> tell her that I'm a demon. But, you know, I got a pretty good setup. <laughs> Move these blocks yeah. around. There's a lot of boob drinking. Yeah. They never, man, they spend a lot of that first year sleeping, but they grow so quickly. It's nice, honestly. This is a very <laughs> gentle... Time with the mobile. <laughs> it's it's pretty roomy inside the body of a little Asian girl. <laughs> I also love, because like she says, like the demon haunts me at night. Um, but it said if I did this interview with you guys, it would leave me alone. And I just wanted to cut to like Jamal sneaking out of a room last night in a Yoda mask or something. <laughs> no, I got it, boss. I got it. 
Um, so yeah, so now and oh, by the way, Devin has to hold his own boom like an asshole now. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. And also, again, this this is something we see in every like found footage movie that we do. Period. That we watch. Period. At this point, but cameras don't cut in and out like that anymore, right? No. That's nope. not a thing. You, no. The film itself was not exposed to any. This is digital. The ones yeah. and zeros were not <laughs> held too close. To, anyway. Yeah, but it's for scary purposes, I guess. And it's so scary. Bad camera is so scary. <laughs> right? So, yeah. So the so now the demon is, she realizes the demon is coming. And they're like, what does he look like? And she's like, he looks like a pop scare. Get ready for it. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> and the lights go out. Yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. And so Muriel goes to check the breaker. And she can do it all by herself in the haunted house full of monsters. Thank you very much. She doesn't need yeah. help. No, I'm a woman. <laughs> but hear me going. roar. <laughs> As she's going, she notices that the skinwalker is screaming in his dressing room. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is how vocal warm ups. Vocal warm ups. <laughs> oh my god. She gets in there and he's just yeah. like My daddy says I'm a skinwalker. My daddy says I'm a skinwalker. Blood, boobs, brains. Oh. So much more horrifying than what happens. But no, <laughs> he's turning into a werewolf. And her reaction is mild. To say the least. <laughs> yeah, I'll go get help. <laughs> I'll go get help. Now, to be fair, that's about as dumb as the thing I'm sure I'd say if I walked in on a transforming werewolf. You know, I'd be like, you need this moment over here. <laughs> yeah. Bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate when my back does that. <laughs> when I explode out of my shirt. Yeah. Where do you buy shirts? <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so, and now all the demons start attacking them at once. This is, I guess, the and lunar eclipse has started happening. Yeah. All at once. All at once. It could not be less subtle. Just With every, the same makeup. <laughs> everyone's just like, three, two, one. Demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and again, okay, so now we get like just the characters in this movie randomly running down hallways with shaky cameras. That will be the remainder of the film. Yeah, it never <laughs> ends. It's just from this point on, that's basically what we're going to get. But they do manage to run away from these monsters. I should point out, these monsters will be repeatedly thwarted by, like, the locks in gas station bathroom stalls. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Less so. These, these well, monsters I don't want to touch it. You don't know how many people have touched it. <laughs> I'm a skinwalker. I don't want to, like, but if I get, if I turn, when I turn back into human, I'll have bruises. Yeah, I'm a uh, antibacterial skin walker. <laughs> so, and I think I should point out too that, like, okay, this skinwalker will later not be able to handle a door with a little slide lock that that opens in. But at this point and this moment, as they close the door and Jamal starts getting the given the "we'll be fine, we just need to work together" speech, the skinwalker is able to just punch through the door and grab him. Yep. And yes. the black guy's dead. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank All God, right. The black guy's dead. <laughs> well, now that we've achieved that foundational cliche of horror movies, I suppose we've earned ourselves a break. But first, let me give Act Three the hard sell here. Will the rest of this film actually just be shaky cameras running from monsters down hallways? Considering how poorly it's lit, how will we know? 
Will these assholes use a tripod if I offer to pay for it and send it to them? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the nauseous and all the wrong ways conclusions of The Monster Project. Hey, everybody. I'm Larry the Werewolf. Uh, why don't we just go around and introduce ourselves? I'm Shia, the sexy vampire. I'm very interested in blood and flesh and the dark. Great, great, very exciting, very exciting. I'm uh, Baphomet. Been hanging around Shiro for, uh, oof, three years now, maybe four. Really excited to get out. I bet, I bet. Okay, so remember, everybody, the plan is that we all reveal ourselves as monsters at the same time, but then, then... We take, take turns and tackle. Exactly. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right, everybody have a great lunar eclipse and uh, let's eat some people. I'm a vampire. Uh, we, yeah. We, yeah, we know. We know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our heroes, the monsters they'd invited to attack them attacked them. The black guy died and the camera went out. And if your answer to what to do when attacked by monsters is go a couple rooms away and start up a video confessionally, you and Brian are working off the same playbook because <laughs> that's what he does. Well, I mean, he turns his head camera into night mode, which is useful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are some damn good uh, GoPros they've got these days. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, then after that, there's a bunch of yell running and door closing and and then they have to decide whether to go back and help Jamal, right? That's always the the kind of cliche moment in the horror movie. At this point, uh, Jamal is probably dead, but we should go back and save him rather than get the fuck out of here right now ourselves. And I don't want to be this guy, but there does kind of seem to be a moment of racism when they're figuring it out. Where, yep. they're, where they're like, I mean, we should go help Jamal. And Devin's like, I mean... If it was you, I'd run right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Jamal was white and had tits, then maybe. So, and but luckily for them, they do decide to go back to uh, to get Jamal, and luckily they have that bag full of monster killing stuff. Remember <laughs> that yeah. they subtly introduced earlier. They open the bag, and you can see the actors being like. Well, it's good we have these. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I just want to point out that, like, we had Chekhov's crucifix in this movie, okay? There was a crucifix hanging on the wall. We made a big deal of it multiple times. They will now use a different crucifix on the bad guys. Yeah, it's their travel. The travel Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) It's like Chekhov had one in his boot, too. Yeah, apparently. Anyway... Um, so yeah, we hear this demon girl crying. She already, uh, crying. So Brian armed with a crucifix walks slowly up to her from behind and (laughs) (laughs) so why, why would you go near after she levitated in the last scene and he's like, Hey, Shiori, you okay? I saw you jump real high and then hang in the air. Yeah. And how many times? How many times do they need to slowly walk over to touch the back of a mumbling or creepy woman? (laughs) Like it's all just women's back. (laughs) I don't touch the women, the back of the women I know and aren't demons because they'd be like, ah, what are you doing? Yeah, so right. That's a creepy thing to do. I'm the pop. Martha. Yeah. Oh, this this cross. Don't worry about it. 
Uh, so like all the cameras in this movie, this one is powered by Brian's consciousness. So it goes out when he falls and it comes back later when Muriel and Devin are helping him up. Um, they've heard more yelling, you see, and thus they must run towards it. It's Jamal yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's alive. And apparently Jamal, because he's black... Has a yep. gun at this yep. point. He pulls a gun he out of his blackness. To have a gun. These <laughs> right. racist motherfucking writers. <laughs> I they, can't. They explain it. They're like, oh, he's like, oh, I, I grabbed it from his holster. You know, the one he d didn't have earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, this is supposed to be the cop's gun. Yeah, it's the cop's oh, gun. It's okay. not that Jamal oh. brought a gun with him. <laughs> okay. It's I still didn't the know black that. guy has the gun. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, I okay, the vampire flies in at this point. Oh, my God, this is the greatest thing. It flies in <laughs> in a, oh, no, my flight hookup got stuck slow motion. <laughs> yeah. She literally looks like she's swinging back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Hanging from the skin yeah. on her back. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> Which, okay, and then, of course, Devin's dumbass basically throws away the wooden stake in his hand, picks up the gun... And shoots her a couple of times. He also throws the knife at her. Yeah. Which is like, eh. eh. <laughs> well, there goes one of our weapons. Yeah, so we get the POV vampire stabbing. He stabs her with the wooden stake this time. Uh, actually, Jamal, I'm sorry, he stabs her with the wooden stake and then, but not well enough. And then Jamal comes up and finishes her. Right, and everyone takes turns at this point to call her a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone calls her a bitch. We get it. Yeah, she's right. They're just going down the room. Yeah, she's a bitch yeah. and a whore and a slut. Yeah. Let's fuck Merle, her corpse. Do you think she's Wait, a bitch? You, I feel like I took it too far, and now you guys are looking at me funny. People um, from other parts of the the members of the party come start yeah. filing in. Yeah. You're a bitch. Yeah, it's like Beauty and the Beast. A bitch, a bitch, a bitch, a bitch, a bitch. So she turns into a fakey looking corpse with jelly on it. Um, <laughs> and then they hear thumpy sounds. And right. I so wanted them to walk up and find the werewolf scratching at the door needing to go pee. Right. But yeah. <laughs> Want to go for a walk? Want to go for a walk? <laughs> Instead, though, they come across the Grinch, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. This where look, they were obviously, there's no question that they sat down with their makeup person's assistant and they were like, so he quit because we kept asking him to take his shirt off. But um, <laughs> we were thinking Benicia del Toro. And she yeah. was like, yeah, absolutely. Picturing Jim Carrey as the Grinch. Yeah. She was like, yeah, absolutely. Benicia del Toro. I loved him in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, okay, so they see the skinwalker. One of them yells, how do we kill that? And the other one says, hey, you know, this makes the part of our conversation earlier about how to kill it so much more meaningful. What, what a lucky bit of foreshadowing that was. Thank God we got it on film. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, meanwhile, as they're running from him, Shiori's whining like a bitch somewhere again. So they have to go find her for another pop scare. She cried way too much. It's very annoying. Uh, they turn it into like an escort mission all of a sudden. Like yeah. she's not possessed anymore, but they're like, well, I mean, we should bring her with us. She's probably done with the whole demon thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know the first time she flew in the air and the second time <laughs> she knocked out Brian, but now she's probably our friend. Yeah. <laughs> and we need an Asian friend. <laughs> 
So yeah, so they get her, they they collect her along the way as a power up apparently. Uh, but the <laughs> werewolf guy is still standing around being all growly. Uh, so they they decide, as movie horror characters so often do, that the safest place would be to go into the basement. Mm-hmm. Yes, literally. Yes. <laughs> now, luckily though, it does have one of those rest area bathroom stall locks on the basement door, so that the the skinwalker that could burst through doors earlier is thwarted. (laughs) Muriel, by the way, at this point has apparently gotten bit or scratched or something by one of the monsters in one of these shaky scenes. It was that bitch. (laughs) Oh, was it the vampire? Yes. Yeah. What a bitch. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. So Brian promises they won't all die in the basement, uh, but then they get down there and wouldn't you know it, there's a goddamn Satan symbol down there. There you go. Now, luckily for us, we recently did the Law Enforcement Guide to Satanic Cults, and we know exactly what this means. It's goat sacrifice. Goat sacrifice, ladies and gentlemen. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, Now, luckily for them, the the doors are all locked. You know, the doors that lead out of the basement into the outside world, they're all locked. Uh, But there is a creepy crawl space. Maybe that'll help. (laughs) It's like, Brian, Brian's like, okay, we're safe. I feel like the best thing for us to do would be to split up and for me to put myself in a confined space. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he goes out into the crawl space um, and Shiori's out there demoning again, you know, or something, or maybe the skin. Who the fuck knows? Because the demon, the monsters all look the goddamn same. Now that the vampire is gone, there's no difference. Exactly. So Shiori turns into a, a, a demon again. Does a backwards crab walk, and it is very clearly not that actress. It is a dude in a bad wig <laughs> yeah. who can do a back handspring. Yeah, you just can being like, see his bald. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and, and I gotta be honest, like I know this isn't just this movie, but the the backwards crab walk thing that demons choose to do mm-hmm. doesn't seem practical. I know it's scary, but like. I'm just like, yay, you stopped using the bipedal yeah. thing. Good for me. I just <laughs> kick you in the spine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like you'd be easy to take down at this yeah. point. Right. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Also, they have me. a very like blatant Blair Witch moment <laughs> around that time where Muriel is like snotty nosed and looking <laughs> into a camera. They just blatantly take take that famous scene from that i feel like yeah and they basically they blatantly take the katie strickland scene from the grudge the same the same fucking thing yeah yeah so but luckily for them fucking crackhead brian is it it's just just enough power in his god meter to say the lord's prayer yeah right (laughs) to undemon her right he starts high on oxy (laughs) he starts to say the prayer and then she kicks everybody off and bites him. In the camera. Bites in, him bites square him. in the camera. <laughs> and, and now, <gasps> now we're in a dream. <laughs> what happens now, Eli? Tell us what happens now. Yeah. In the, the found camera. footage film. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. camera is now filming Brian's dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? It's insane. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the the party from the night before. He's dreaming about the party from the night before, but everybody's frozen so that the director could show everybody that he knows how to do that bit too. And I guess what we're trying to get here is because she's a demon, he has to wrestle with his personal demons. Mm-hmm. 
which are personified yeah. by all the people he accidentally killed with his drug habit. Yeah. You know when you're a heroin dealer and you accidentally give people heroin that's too good? Yeah. Everybody foams I, at the mouth and blames you for their death. <laughs> so, I mean, I got to say, I've done an awful lot of drugs. If my demons ever came back to haunt me, they wouldn't be dead people. They'd be people who lost a job. Yeah. They'd be people yeah. going like, I had to work that next day. And you fucking knew it, dude. Yeah. You fucking knew yeah. it. Oh, Crazy Billionaire Remake. We do this with all the people we expose to drugs. Just yeah. A girl holding up a bag of Tostitos. I ate this entire thing, Eli. <laughs> the entire thing. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I just couldn't stop thinking about my daddy issues when we were <laughs> tripping on ayahuasca. So yeah, he sold them the drugs that killed them. That makes them his fault. Uh, their deaths, that is. Uh, the way that you know clogged arteries are the fault of the pigs. Um, and then she unbites him in the camera, I guess. Right. And they, they finish the prayer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the important thing. They finish the Lord's Prayer and undemon her. And she shakes and explodes. And I just want to point out, we've taken out two of these monsters in the last eight minutes. These are some weak ass monsters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're all kind of taken out in the same way, aren't yep. they? Yeah. Crucifix to the face yeah. seems to be the going. Stab in face with crucifix. <laughs> Which, I mean, let's be fair. As far as practical advice goes, stabbing someone in the face awesome way to get him out of your life absolutely you'll never <laughs> see that person again and you might as well use a crucifix you might as well cover your bases it's like uh it's like um it's like pascal's wager yeah exactly yeah and this is also fun fact why rebecca doesn't like to see her exes she stabbed them all in the head with a crucifix <laughs> absolutely absolutely um so and i also want to point out that there's a bunch of like okay so brian does the lord's prayer then mm -hmm. Devin scream prays, but he doesn't know any prayers. <laughs> so he's just yelling like Jesus was on the cross and then he died in heaven and stuff. And there was, there was Don't a virgin. Don't eat shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> so with the demon part out of the way, uh, we think anyway, uh, Muriel awakens from the weird demon trance that she was almost showing her boobs through. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Man, they really tried. They really tried. Arch, arch your back, back some more. She's like, arch your back. Yeah. I know what you're going for, guys. I'm not yeah. going to arch my fucking back more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so they're looking around and Jamal's gone. He got eaten by a monster or something. But in, well, in there, my mind. But there was this great moment, though, where like he wa they walk up to him and he's just got blood just pouring out of his back. He's like, I think maybe I should go to the hospital. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think that's going to do the trick. Maybe I should call my doc. Oh, my phone is in the car. <laughs> Damn Rub it. some tussin in it. <laughs> yeah. Rub some tussin in it. Yeah. But yeah, but the skinwalker's still there. They need to run. Uh, Brian doesn't want to leave Jamal behind, but he can be talked into it fairly easily. <laughs> Very easily, which means the black guy does die first. Yep. Yep. Yep, they do go ahead and kill Jamal off at this point. Um, also, Brian gets separated from Muriel and Devin. They go upstairs. He has to hide somewhere in the basement from the skinwalker, apparently. Right. And, and this is where Muriel begins the long, long process of vomiting blood for a <laughs> solid 20 minutes yeah, of this movie. It's really insane. Yeah, they don't, they don't just give you a little bit of the no. demon sperm vomiting no we, 
Also, again, I should point out, we're going back and forth now between Brian's head camera, the camera that apparently Devin's carrying around as well, and the POV, the fucking body cam on the werewolf. Yes. It's still operational. He has to turn this into his sergeant later. <laughs> Even though he has shape-shifted. Yes, it yes. Is a, it is a stretchy body <laughs> cam <laughs> strap. I just want to say I am really excited for the clips later of like this camera footage being posted on Facebook. A bunch of white people being like, well, it's obvious Jamal was going for his gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you expect a man to do? <laughs> Defending the werewolf. He's just on trial. Yeah. Gets off. Paid me for three weeks for eating Jamal. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so we watch Brian, like, you know, hide from the werewolf a minute because, uh, you know, hiding is interesting to look at. Uh, and <laughs> then we cut back to Muriel blood puking more. <laughs> right. And then this is where Devin is like, okay, I'm going to go. Really got to. Well, it, it's as though he's breaking up with her because she's going through vampires. <laughs> <and he's> like, <laughs> Ooh, you know, I know you're going through a lot right now, but like, I got to work gotta on, focus me. on myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is also where he, as he's walking away, he's like, yeah, no, you're totally going to die. Uh, now that was part of my plan the whole time. This is where the movie is good. This is the hint that this movie is going to try to tie it all together with a yep. clever twist ending. Keep that in mind. Put a pin in that. So, meanwhile, Brian is still in the elsewhere place that he was. Uh, <laughs> he's wandering through hallways trying to get somewhere. And this is where he finds dead Muriel. Uh, well, not dead. She's been turned into a pop scare. Martha! <laughs> Martha! <laughs> right. So he kills. He's sad that she's dead, but then she turns into a vampire. And there's just this amazing moment. I, I know not everyone watches the movie with us, but it is worth watching this movie for the I you run at me and I swipe at you with the stake and then you <laughs> grab me and throw me and I dive roll. Right. And this is where my award for worst choreography. Oh comes my in. God. This was so Awful. fucking stupid. This was like watching like one of those, you know, the early Nintendo 64 POV shooting games. Absolutely. Yeah. This is like Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah, but <laughs> like, let's not dead. besmirch Goldeneye. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Graphically yeah. speaking, <laughs> it was Goldeneye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but the, the the point here, though, is Brian didn't want to stab her in the face like that with a wooden stake, but he's no, no pussy. Sometimes you got to no. stab a bitch in the face with a wooden stake. Right. And then she turns into the exact same corpse that the vampire girl was earlier. <laughs> yep. <laughs> same makeup. <laughs> just in different clothes. Also, I just want to point out, if you believe in God, you can stab as many people you want. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, just get yeah. stabbing. Yeah, the power of Christ compels you to stab people in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so, meanwhile, the werewolf's still wandering around wearing his body cam, and mm -hmm. he's chasing someone. I'm pretty sure it's Brian. Yeah. Who, who the fuck even, how could you know at this point? But yeah, but it would yeah. make more sense if it was Brian. Yeah. Right. And again, this is where Brian is like running from the werewolf for an obnoxiously long amount of time. <laughs> yeah. He escapes the house. He makes it out through. He gets up to the top of the house. He jumps 
Spine, spine first. first <laughs> this is the second time we've seen someone go, how do I get out of a second floor window? I know I'll land on my spine where it's safe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But again, and of course, because the pow- camera is powered by his consciousness, it goes out when this happens. Um, but but I do love that, like, he looks back up as the camera's coming back on. The monster is going to jump out the window, too, because we have to see the totally sweet stunt shot where his buddy Steve totally jumped out of that window into a pile of leaves in the monster <laughs> suit. Well, but also it's probably trying to harken back to the first scene in the movie. See. I actually thought this movie was going to be really clever. When the wolf jumped, I was I thought we were going to see him be like, great shoot, everybody, and it right. was all going to turn out to be <laughs> fake. And I was going to be like, hey, Noah and Rebecca, we got to watch a new movie this week because <laughs> yeah. this one turned out to be good. No, 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 no. <laughs> this no. is all real. This is the events yeah. of the movie. Yep. It's only going to get worse. Yep. Well, yeah, like starting by the fact that, okay, now the monster's chasing him again. He runs. He's outside of the house now, right? So he runs and hides behind a nothing. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, the monster finds him. So he goes, ba- does he go back into the same house or does he run into a different haunted house a now? different he- haunted <laughs> house. A different haunted house, ladies and gentlemen. Insane. We have eight minutes left in this movie. We're going to introduce a whole new haunted house to it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and this one apparently has solid silver curtain rods. <laughs> Oh, is that what Jesus fucking Christ? Is that what that was? Yes. Yes. See, he grabs the curtain rod and he makes it through the window. He doesn't go through spine first. Mistake. But what are you gonna do? (laughs) Right? And he he turns around and the wolf impales itself on these again, must be solid silver curtain rods and dies. (laughs) So Brian. You what? when you said I was stupid when I spent eighteen thousand dollars on these curtain rods. Now Does it he? comes in handy. Who's stupid now? Right. Then no, you can't live there. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes into the house and now I, I wanna I just wanna point out motivationally here for Brian. All the monsters are dead. Right? We've killed now the vampire, the demon, the skinwalker. He is aware of that. And he's like, but while I'm in this other haunted house, anywho. Right. He's just checking it out. And he notices that there are, that the cameras from the other house, they all lead to here. There's a big (gasps) surveillance thing. Uh Uh-oh. There's also satanic pentagrams and shit all over the walls here. Oh, similar decorator to the other house. <laughs> <laughs> and and this is where uh Devin walks in with a guy in a ram outfit. Yep. A goat head dude <laughs> and tall Jawa. <laughs> Brian. Yeah. Meet giant ram. Giant <laughs> ram. This is Brian. He's better at holding a boom. <laughs> Sorry, I had to let you go horse. like this. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, yeah. So, and this is where Devin does his evil bad guy monologue and explains that this was all part of his plan. There's no way out. He brought him there to die on purpose and not even God can save you. Yeah. And he, then he uses his telekinesis to knock out Brian. Yep. Because Devin had telekinesis, y'all. This whole time. This whole now, time. 
luckily when he regains consciousness, I want to point out this character has now lost consciousness enough times that like live or die. This he has severe brain damage at this yeah, point. CTE for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, he yeah. Is. Fucking NFL players have nothing on him. <laughs> yeah, his, his only future career is as a linebacker. Well, yeah. if he keeps <laughs> jumping out of windows and bad back first. Yeah. So, so okay. So, but he regains consciousness, which means the camera powers back up. And it's time for the good guy, bad guy dialogue where it turns out that Devin never even really loved Muriel. He just needed a sacrifice for his demonness thing. And I want to be clear if I'm wrong about this. He's like, don't you see? I was never making a documentary for people. I was making it for him. And then he looks up. <laughs> Is he making a I killed three people documentary for God? <laughs> I think like he's that's, gonna, I think that's that what gonna he's going to send saying. God the DVD and be like, oh, got you, bro. I, yep. I think that's exactly what we're supposed to be getting from this. Yep. Yeah. Okay. See, See Devin <laughs> was actually Devil the whole time. Oh, that is not the that. least <laughs> clever way that's ever been done to us. So, yeah, so he's Satan. And he's doing a ritual to awaken himself. They really didn't think this through. And this is where he offers up the the devil prayer, which starts out, if I have this correct, in the name of Satan, Luciferus, Satanist, Satanomy, devil, devil, devil. Yeah, never knew Satan had a middle and last name. <laughs> Luciferus, Satanus. Yeah. What are you studying in your uh, bachelor's degree? Satanomy. <laughs> <laughs> so, and all right, but Brian starts saying Jesus prayers at the same time, trying to doubt, drown out right. his devil prayers, which yes. is where That's Martha works, shows up. And slits his Martha! fucking throat. You Martha! can walk. She can walk. She's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. She was really just there for pop scares, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The twist ending on this one was Martha wasn't dead the whole time. It's like the opposite of the sixth sense. Which means that there was a meeting where Martha was like, hi, guys, I don't want to be this person, but like, I don't have a huge role in the rebirth of the devil and i was just wondering like when they first come in the house what if i'm like all spooky and in a chair like, <laughs> well, what does that have to do with the plan to bring the antichrist into the modern world i i mean i guess it's not part of the plan i just thought i'd have a <laughs> no martha it's cool <laughs> yeah. it's cool yeah you can do a pop scare the director's mom martha yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also i love here that okay at this point like martha kills him he falls to the ground and they start doing the Antichrist ritual and you can hear them saying that the Antichrist has shown up, but the camera is looking the other way. So they basically are saying, wow, the Antichrist looks super cool and expensive. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> what a look great... at all those guns he has. Amazing. <laughs> oh, such, a, such an incredible battle. If only you could see it. <laughs> and then you think the movie's over, but it's not. There's another scene that makes absolutely no goddamn sense. Which is... The <laughs> yeah, exactly. The camera wakes up in front of the world's creakiest door. It very slowly creaks, a comically creaky door. 
it very slowly opens and something monstery falls near something or something. Uh, that would be Demon Brian still wearing his camera. Oh. So we have no idea what that camera is, but that <laughs> is oh, Demon okay. Brian wearing his camera. <laughs> Brian has turned into a demon now. Oh my God. But didn't take off his camera. So complicated. I, they were right. They're so complicated. The, the yeah. <laughs> now it all makes sense. Okay. And so, in the credits, they have a bunch of like, you know, clips of the demon. And I was so hoping they were bloopers. <laughs> oh my God. That would have been awesome. Be amazing. <laughs> they were like, ah, <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Take that again. <laughs> Marthy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, oh, oh, shit. No. Uh, but, but, it, but what's so funny about that is that the, the clips they chose to use were all the like demon monster running towards you clips, which yeah. means that those were the ones they were most proud of. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And they didn't realize by editing them all in a row together that they were the exact same shot <laughs> yeah, exactly. with the exact same makeup. <laughs> All right. So traditionally, horror movies have sort of a, if not a moral to them, at least a moral arc, right? Like the generally speaking, the characters are, are doing the wrong thing, skipping school, and then that's when they get killed by the monster. So, what's the moral of this story? What are we, what, what are we supposed to learn to not do from this movie, other than watch this movie? Well, I learned that. God can't save you and the devil rules. <laughs> Don't work with your exes. Yeah. All right. All right. No, that's good. That's good. Okay. Follow up um, or maybe rephrasing of the same exact question. Why did this movie exist? Because <laughs> people worked with their exes. I think I was pretty clear. About <laughs> yeah, you it. were clear. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there was a there was a dude who had a bunch of. GoPros lying around. <laughs> because my skateboarding <laughs> career is over thanks to this broken ankle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a horror movie now. Yeah. I honestly think the entire impetus for this movie is Jamal and Devin sitting around going, you know what? One way that we could see Muriel's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> this might just work, guys. Movie. This yeah. might just work. Yeah. All right, well, that's going to do it for our review. But before we uh, before we get into the sign-off stuff, I want to thank Rebecca one more time. Rebecca, so much fun having you on. We always love to have you. Hate that you had to go through this movie, but I'm glad you could entertain our audience through your misery. No, oh, I loved being here. I always love being here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And if the listeners want to hear a little more from you, see a little more of you, where can they go? Uh, you can go uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And I'll tell you where I'm performing uh, around New York City if you're in the New York City area. It's at Rebecca Vigil with an underscore in the middle on Twitter. And then who is Rebecca Vigil on Instagram? Awesome. And of course, we'll have those both linked on the show notes for this episode. Rebecca, Great. thanks once again. And while Thank that does you. it for our review of The Monster Project, that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to sucker ourselves into doing this again. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Well, now that our Halloween spooktacular has ended, I thought we would head back to the world of Hindu with Bal Ganesh. Oh, good, good. We haven't had enough infanticidal cartoons of late. 
So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 116 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to Rebecca for hanging out tonight and a perhaps even huger thanks to all our Patreon donors for helping make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, The Skeptic Crowd, and Citation Needed, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club Club. Count Chocula's response to the GoDaddy ad was ignored because he's black. Everyone was way more honest in the future when they recommended movies to Eli. It wasn't fucking cr- Christian! Not Christian! Not Why would even... you think this is a Christian movie? I, I'm not going to watch this whole fucking movie for nothing. I, I, you know I, we have to do Christian something. Movie? Once we... I had a great Christian movie. Starship Troopers. Great Christian movie because someone <laughs> says, oh God, in it. Come on, people. You know how the show works. You know how the show works. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.